Good morning, it's March 21st, 2022. This is To My Liberal Friends, and I'm John Haddo. Today, this morning, we will begin the hearings for Katanji Brown Jackson, who's been nominated to the Supreme Court by President Joe Biden. She would replace Justice Stephen Breyer if confirmed. Now, it will be interesting how this confirmation process unfolds. I believe that Judge Jackson is judicially qualified for the court, and that should always be the overriding criteria. But I think we all know that the confirmation process in the Senate has devolved downward and spiraled out of control with politics seeming to be the only thing that matters. In my opinion, this all started with Robert Bork. He was a well-qualified jurist who had the audacity to write on subjects that gave Democratic opponents ammunition to derail his confirmation. Prior to that, Supreme Court nominees were normally confirmed by strong majorities in the Senate. Let's fast forward to Donald Trump becoming the president. Democrats were furious that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell had delayed the nomination of Merrick Garland, who had been nominated by President Obama, and timed him out until the Obama administration had left office. That left Donald Trump to nominate Neil Gorsuch to replace Anton Scalia, who had died of a heart attack. Now, in my opinion, the Republicans made a mistake with how they handled that. By never allowing a vote on Garland, they gave Democrats something to yell about. The truth is they had enough votes to deny him confirmation. Had they done this, Obama would never have had sufficient time to nominate another candidate and get him through the confirmation process. Now, I will tell you that I've been told by a very reliable source who was close to Judge Garland that he had told friends that Republicans in some way did him a small favor by not bringing him to a vote because he was sure he would lose and history, history would not truly indicate why he had been denied confirmation, just that he had failed to be confirmed. In truth, Merrick Garland was as good a nominee as Republicans could expect from a Democratic president like Barack Obama. And so I agree it would not have been fair to just say he failed to be confirmed simply because it was politics and nothing else. But before we say that all those dirty Republicans did not play fair, we should understand that when you have the majority, you can do what you want. And each side has done that. Let's look at Stephen Breyer, the justice who is now retiring. He'd been on, he's been on the court for 27 years. But in 1980, Jimmy Carter had lost the presidency to Ronald Reagan, and the Democrats had lost the majority in the Senate. That means that come that January, Republicans would control who was nominated and confirmed to all judicial nominations, and they would also control who would be confirmed. Breyer had been a longtime staffer to Senator Ted Kennedy. He was also a brilliant legal scholar, and I worked with him briefly in the Senate when I was working for Senator Hatch. Kennedy went to Carter and convinced him to nominate Stephen Breyer to the U.S. Court of Appeals before he left office. And so Breyer was nominated in November and confirmed on December 10, 1980. This is highly unusual and was warp speed for any judicial nominee to get vetted and cleared and confirmed in about a month. Now, the point is, if Breyer had not been put on the Court of Appeals in this manner, he would not have been deemed qualified for the Supreme Court in 1984 when he was nominated by Bill Clinton. The presidency was controlled 
by both Republicans with Reagan and George W. H. W. Bush for 12 years. But Kennedy understood the power of the majority and used it when he had that power. But Democrats were over the top angry when Republicans used that same power of the majority to get what they wanted. But make no mistake, they would do the same thing if the roles were reversed. It reached a crescendo with the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to replace his mentor, Anthony Kennedy. He had clerked for Kennedy from 93 to 94. And it's rumored that Kennedy decided to retire. He went to Trump and secured the nomination for Kavanaugh, who at the time was serving as a U.S. Circuit Judge in Washington, D.C. It should be noted that George W. Bush had nominated Kavanaugh to the U.S. Court of Appeals in 2003, but Democrats stalled his nomination for three years because he felt he was too partisan. It should also be noted that the American Bar Association gave him a rating of well-qualified, their highest rating. But Democrats had the power of the majority to block him, and they used that power, and they blocked him. When Kavanaugh was finally nominated to the Supreme Court, we all remember the circus that ensued. Christina Ford suddenly remembered something from her high school years and accused Kavanaugh of sexually assaulting her, and all hell broke loose. On September 27th, the committee held an additional day of public hearings to discuss the allegations that Kavanaugh had engaged in sexual misconduct while in high school. The only witnesses were Kavanaugh and Christine Blasey Ford, his accuser. Alternating their questions, Democratic members of the committee questioned Ford and Kavanaugh. Ford repeated and expanded upon her earlier allegations, saying that Kavanaugh and his friend Mark Judge, both visibly drunk according to her, had locked her into a bedroom where Kavanaugh broke her and tried to take off her clothes while Judge watched. She said, quote, believed he was going to rape me, end quote, and feared for her life when he held her hand over his hand over her mouth. In his opening statement, Kavanaugh denied the allegations completely. Leland Kaiser, who was a high school classmate and friend of Ford at the time, and Ford said was present during the alleged attack, has denied that it took place and questioned certain aspects of her story. Kaiser also stated that she felt pressured by Democrats to support Ford's story, something she told the FBI about. So now we're getting ready for the hearings for Judge Jackson, and suddenly the Democrats are asking Republicans to be nice. Senator Durbin, one of the ringleaders in the kangaroo court they conducted against Kavanaugh, is actively seeking Republican supporters. I want to be clear. I think Judge Jackson is judicially qualified. I may disagree with how she would decide cases, but that should not be the criteria. Now, we're going to hold these hearings and we're going to determine whether she is fully qualified. It was and remains with liberal Democrats that the only criteria should be politics but I hope Republicans can act like adults and not the whiny kids that Democrats were at the Kavanaugh nomination. I wonder what Senator Hirono from Hawaii will have to say since she publicly announced during the Kavanaugh hearings that men, quote, men should sit down and shut up, end quote, and a woman's accusation should be believed. I am sure that any charge leveled against Judge Jackson by Republican will be dismissed as all lies and fabrications. By her. So we should conduct the hearings and vote on the nominations with dignity. I would hope that unless there is something egregious that comes out, that she gets near 75 to 80 votes in confirmation, and that liberals and Democrats do some real soul-searching about their antics in the past. I'm not going to hold my breath if they're going to do this. This has been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.